Ahoy! Welcome to Shipwrecks! Two best friends talking about our adventures and disasters. She's Stacy. And she's Rhiannon. Here, Here we, we go! go. Alright, yeah, okay, you're starting up and mine. Yeah, okay, good. <clears throat> Alrighty. I said I remember to like not talk so quietly. You do talk kind of quietly sometimes. It's funny because you like cycle. I know. You're like talking at a normal level and then I'll be listening and suddenly you'll be like, and then now it is time for my tiny little mouse voice. <laughs> and I'm like, why are what you happened? doing that? <laughs> it's so weird too because like I remember growing up, my dad and then even Trevor, sometimes they're like, I can't hear you. And I'm like thinking, I'm always so obnoxiously loud. How can you not hear me? And, like, granted, like, my dad has hearing aids now. Well, yeah. He's, like, in his 60s, and his hearing was going. Sometimes I look back after starting this podcast and wonder, like, how many times was I talking really quiet? <laughs> and then, like, my dad was like, Woo! And I was just like, you're going deaf. Uh, well, <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> We're doing it in the morning again because... Life. Life. Plans. Yeah. Responsibilities. Sorry this episode's late, by the way. Um, Is it, though? I mean, like, it was the holidays. It's still Thursday. It's still Thursday, but... <laughs> Which we've consistently been recording on. Yeah, but we did miss a week. We yeah. missed last week because of the holidays. Christmas. It, yeah, it was it was Chris. It was in that like void between Christmas and New yeah. Year's. Um, and you also took a turn being very sick. I got so sick. I I did not want to come near her. No, I woke up at like midnight, like just the crossover into Tuesday, and I had been at work. I had closed. Everything was fine. That's probably where you got it. <laughs> probably. I got home. I went to bed, and then at midnight I woke up, and it was. More sick than I've been since I got my gallbladder out. Gross. Like, it was just horrific. And I was just sick constantly for, like, six hours. And I was trying to get in contact with my coworkers to be like, hey, can anybody take my opening shift? Because I'm supposed to open. And that's not going to happen. <laughs> and that's not going to happen. And then we're going to get fined by the mall because I'm not leaving the house. Mm. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I was so panicked at, like six in the morning trying to get in contact but not wanting to phone people at like five, five six in the, in the morning yeah to be like hey wake up <laughs> yeah luckily my co-worker woke up at like seven that's good yeah she was supposed to close that day but um they rearranged it so that she opened somebody else closed that night yeah i was gonna say like if you can go in early right and then you have the whole day to find somebody else to close yeah well, you just, you really just need one person to open the store, one person that has a key. Yeah. Because the person that closed that night was just one of the sales associates that's just been there long enough. They know the closing tasks. Perfect. And yeah, and it took me like two or three days to get over that. Yeah. It was brutal. Because I was thinking too, like with it being Tuesday, I was like, well, like I could still come over Thursday. And then I was like, no, this no. is an off chance. Because no. there are so many people at my work that got the same thing oh really yeah and one girl just uh i'm like what is today one girl on tuesday oh really this week it's the tuesday flu it's the tuesday flu <clears throat> she left the floor and came back, back and well came back like quite a while later and was like yeah i just i just got sick 
out and the bathroom was so loud going home. Yeah. And I was like, stay away from me. <laughs> Don't breathe on me. Um, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. It's so. funny. I thought it was food poisoning because mm-hmm. it came on so fast and hurt so bad. And I was Googling and Google, you know, was like, you have food poisoning. I can't believe you Google. I never Google when I'm sick. <laughs> That's like a horrible, a horrible idea. <laughs> I googled and I was like okay it's food poisoning and then my dad got sick and I was like oops not food poisoning <laughs> jokes not food poisoning sorry <laughs> good bad for your parents too that was awful it's rough my mom got it too but not as bad like not even close that's good yeah I'm like I haven't been really sick like that in years it was a real bad time I slept for like I got like 10 minutes of sleep between rounds <laughs> like just on the bathroom floor with a towel for a blanket and I just had my bucket it was like my worst nights after going out like (laughs) I was I was basically sleeping in a bathtub with a bucket as a buddy without without having a good time the night before without even having fun I was working (laughs) what a waste what a waste (laughs) that reminds me of uh New Year's Eve like quite a few years ago. Oh, at Deer Run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when we were at Jay's boyfriend's at the time. Yeah. Now husband. Now husband. And uh, we partied at that house all the time, and he'd always have his buddies over, who were all huge partiers. Yes. And, and then we would try to keep up with them, which was a mistake. <laughs> Terrible idea. <laughs> and that was the first time we had met. Um, I don't want to start oh, dropping yeah. a ton of names, but you know who I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And, what a sweetie. Oh my God, such a sweetheart. And uh, I had drank so much. So I much. threw up in the, what do you even call it? The Canadian everything bowl. The vomit, popcorn, popcorn. Halloween candy. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the bowl. The bowl. <laughs> God. And, uh, oh, my God. It was so gross. And I was like, okay, like, we have to go home. And your little brother had agreed to yeah. come pick us up. Because he was 17, yeah. so he wasn't going out. He wasn't out partying, but he had his license, and he was like, I don't even, we didn't pay him. Did we pay him? I gave him a 20, I'm sure. Okay, yeah, but I was like, way cheaper than a cab, and... On New Year's? Good yeah. luck even finding a cab. And we... And this U- was pre-Uber. Uber wasn't a thing yet. No. So, that was great. But I, we'd both worn, like, massive heels. Which was ridiculous, because it was a house party. And you take them off, but... And then, so I couldn't put them back on. No, because you were in, like, I, platform, like, eight-inch heels. Yeah, I could not walk in them. No. I could hardly walk without them. And it was New Year's Eve, so there was so much snow outside. <laughs> and, and our new friend, like, the biggest sweetie that she is, um, her boyfriend also helped me. And she gave me her winter boots. Yeah. And he helped me out to the car and carried my giant heels. Yes. Got me in the vehicle. Took the boots off. <laughs> So that so she could walk, she could walk home. She could wear them home. And then I remember shouting at your brother to drive slower and slower and slower <laughs> on the way home because I felt so sick. And we were like on the highway where the speed limit is like 100, 100. But most people go like 110. And I swear he must have been doing like 30 or 40. He was. Yeah. And I was he like, was absolutely. And he's like, if I go any slower, we're going to die. Somebody's going to hit us. The cops are going to pull us over. I can't. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, I did make it home without getting sick in his car. Which was a miracle. I'm very happy about that. You should um, be proud of yourself for that, because 
<laughs> the way you were that night was just I was like, I cannot, unbelievable. I cannot get sick in his vehicle or I'll never live it down. No. Yeah. But uh, the rest of that evening was not great. But before that was awesome. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> what I great remember, party. what I remember about that night, and maybe it's a different night that I'm thinking of, but you drank most of a bottle of Kraken rum. Oh, and I haven't since. I haven't yeah. had any since. It's been years. And they must, they <laughs> dye it. They dye it darker. They must color it with something. Yeah. Because yeah. your vomit and like the popcorn bowl is like this big, it's right? It's huge. It's huge. And you filled it. It was with, awful. And it was, it was neon green. I, yeah. I still to this day, like it must be because they colored it. Cause yeah. I, what else would I have eaten? I don't think we ate that night. I don't think night. we ate either. That's a good point. We were young and dumb. We were, we were, we were so dumb at those parties. Do you remember the first time we went to one of those parties? And so we grew up in an area that's less wealthy, you would say? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know if I'd say the ghetto, but like in relevance, I guess, to the rest of. Yeah, in comparison, it's city. less wealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were used to going to house parties and you drank what you brought. Yeah. And we went to this house party full of like engineers, frat guys, people who were from slightly wealthier areas. Grew up with wealthy family. And you went to the bathroom or something, and there was like... Oh, yeah. You went to the bathroom, and you were like, hey, someone left this... Their drink in the bathroom. And everybody goes, you got iced! And they and you were like, what? What the heck is that? <laughs> and I'm holding a Smirnoff ice. No idea. Yeah. And I'm like, no, there's just alcohol. Somebody just left their drink in the bathroom. And they're like, oh, you gotta chug it. And we're like, you're giving away You're alcohol. giving away alcohol? <laughs> you mean this is alcohol I don't have to pay for? And then we went on a hunt through the house looking for all of them. And they were like, you guys, like, it's supposed to be a game. And we're like, no. It's free alcohol. (laughs) Janessa must have been so ashamed of us at that party. Like, we were just, like, opening (laughs) cabinets. I mean, she still brought us. She still brought us to the one afterwards, yeah. Um, (laughs) The only downside was literally having to chug it, though. Yeah. That probably, you know, contributed to the popcorn bowl yeah (laughs) i saw a thing on tiktok and it blew my mind that that is not a universal experience that's like pretty much just a canadian maybe north american thing i saw that too i was like what do you mean not everybody just has a bowl that works for For everything it's probably good though honestly because it's pretty gross when you think about it It (laughs) especially popcorn like it rubs against the sides and then you just like "Mm." um (laughs) i mean preferably very washed in between oh thoroughly but but yeah another thing i think you told me but i also saw it on tiktok was um when we used to play beer pong you would put the beer in the cups and then you would drink the beer that was in the cup when the ping pong ball got in it yeah no now they they put they put water in the cups and they have their own cup and anytime a few times i've played it and i'm like that's so much smarter, first of all, and less <laughs> disgusting because the ping pong ball, people are touching it. It's ending up in people's drinks. It's on the floor. I feel like these things have really only come to light post-COVID. Yeah. Because before, it was a free-for-all, man. Yeah. It was oh, it was the Wild West as far as germ <laughs> theory went. Does that build your <laughs> <laughs> That's why we get such brutal food poisoning. Like. Mm. But yeah, no, I remember, I remember doing that and just like someone would score against you, ping pong ball falls in your drink and you just, you pick that drink up. Sometimes you don't even take the ping pong ball out. No. 
there's so many times I ended up with like a ping pong ball in my mouth and then I just spat it out and threw it at somebody else's drink. You're like, this is fine. This is fine. No, now they have like a washing cup for the ping pong ball. And then you I haven't seen that. I've you drink seen... out of your own cup. Yeah, then it's just water and you just drink out of your own cup. So much smarter. So much smarter. But also kind of crappy because I've seen a lot where the rules are now like, okay, if somebody's gotten rid of all of your cups or they've gotten two or three in a row, you have to chug the rest of your drink. Oof. Yeah. Ugh. And I'm like, I don't know if that's because it's always been that way and that's just the game and I don't remember. Or if I'm over 30 now and the idea of doing that is horrific. I don't I don't remember ever playing ping pong. <laughs> ping pong. Beer, beer pong. pong. Beer pong. Good job. Where... Someone gets, like, three of your cups in a row, and then you chug your drink. I don't remember that rule. I don't remember any of the rules, honestly. I just wing it every time. Somebody yeah. tells me I have to do something, and that's just how it goes. Speaking of, uh, for alcohol pong games, mm -hmm. for Christmas, I got Prosecco Pong. Oh, my God. So, it's um, it has little, like, coupe glasses. <laughs> Cute. And little ping pong balls. And the, my Santa. Santa. Santa gave me Prosecco Pong and also gave me a bottle of Prosecco. Very so, cute. Very cute. We'll so, have to play. Absolutely. We should record a podcast while we play Ooh, Prosecco Pong. That'd be fun. But we're playing old school. We're drinking the Prosecco that's in the cups. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about your germs. Do you know how many New Year's Eves I've kissed you? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I probably have kissed you more on New Year's Eve than anyone else. Literally everyone else combined. <laughs> I love having a record. Yeah. Yeah. Even this last one, I went to bed at 9 o'clock. You sure did. I worked the next morning, in my defense. And and you work at, like, 4 in the morning, right? Well, I get up. You get up at 4. I used to work at 4 in the morning. Yeah. Now I enjoy working at 6. Ooh, all oh. the way at 6 a.m. Oh. It's, it's a lot nicer, but yeah, it's still yeah. not great. <laughs> one day I'll be a normal person again. But, I mean, I didn't even kiss Trevor this New Year's because I was asleep yeah maybe he snuck in and kissed you I doubt it just in case <laughs> he was like I don't oh, want any bad luck night. this year gotta kiss my unconscious <laughs> common-law wife um I didn't have like a mouth kiss at New Year's I love the like definition and the attention to detail like mouth kiss first <laughs> well so earlier in the day on New Year's, I had a date, and for oh, once yeah. it went, it went really, really good. I had a really good date. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, and then later in the night, I went out with friends to bingo for the night, um, which looked really cool. It was so much fun, except I accidentally, well, accidentally, I sat down in a chair, and then I looked up, and the balloons were over me. And I'm allergic to latex. <laughs> I was like, isn't that where you want to be? Oh my god! I so I had to switch. I had to switch seats. Yeah, um, I was like, like maybe I, not where I, I want to sit. I don't really. I don't want to go to the hospital on New Year's Eve. Yeah, no. And I, you know what? It probably would be more busy than regular. Yeah. Evenings as well. Yeah. So. And I don't want to try to have to go to shoppers to get Benadryl, and I really should get an EpiPen. Yeah. 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 You probably should. My favorite was like when we I was we were having that conversation with um Jay and we were like oh, she was like 
oh, what was it? I said, hey, like you my throat. your EpiPen because it expired. Yeah. And I was like, my throat's really itchy. My chest is feeling tight. I think I'm going to go get checked out. Let's try this again. Take two. Okay, so where was I? Um, oh, I was saying <laughs> You my, were saying to Jay that your, yeah, your throat, throat was... My throat was itchy and my chest was really tight, so I was going to go to urgent care. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, make sure you hit yourself with your epi. And I was like, yes, the epi. Mm-hmm. The epi I definitely have. Mm-hmm. And I just remember her messaging back and being like, Rhiannon, where is your epi pen? <laughs> I threw it out. It was expired. And I'm like don't do that because it's not like it goes bad and it will kill you i mean like maybe over years i don't yeah. know but if it's expired by a few months or even a year it's probably just less effective it's better than nothing it's better than nothing it's better and like so don't do that yeah so next time i get one i'll probably hang on to it a little bit longer yeah um, just then when it is expired that's the you're like i need to go get a new one but i'll keep this one until i have the new one yeah yeah and i mean like at least it's not the states where like what are they like 600 bucks yeah it's like 200 here it's still gross it's still a lot like it shouldn't be here's this life-saving thing that you need if you have an allergy 200 dollars. yeah and then it expires within a year universal health care such crap yeah sorry i'm really like except for except for our luxury bones except for luxury bones that you have to pay for yeah although I am going to get a gum graft next week. Next week? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Maybe Which, we're not doing another podcast <laughs> next week. It should be fine. Okay. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Might just happen on Friday instead of Thursday. Yeah. Um, Because <clears throat> I'm getting it done on Wednesday. And I'm, I'm doing my best, honestly, not to think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh. I was surprised when I went in because my dentist was like, yeah, like you should look into this um, so that, you know, there's like 10,000 problems down the road yeah. if you don't do it. And in 10 or 20 years, you've got issues or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And I go in for like the consultation and they like run my insurance and they're like, oh, wow, it's 100% covered. Sick. Sick, right? Love that for you. And I don't get how like, I mean, obviously like things could always be better. There's some stuff that sucks. Like most insurance plans through employment in Canada have crappy vision yeah and not so good dental yeah um but like ours is honestly pretty good and a lot of my coworkers are like constantly fighting for better which is good or yeah. or complaining about what we have or saying that how much garbage it is or whatever and I'm like have you guys like worked anywhere else <laughs> like, yeah it's not that bad <laughs> no and like I don't have benefits with my job now. I wish I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you should just have them in general. Like, we all pay for health coverage. Yeah. We pay taxes. The system should be set up that you you just get the things you need. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm excited for uh, the Pharmacare plan that's co- going in. I have not heard about that. Oh, um, so Jugmeet Singh and Justin Trudeau talked it out. And it's coming in, and it's, it's going gradually. So, oh, you know, I have people okay, I have that make it. a certain under a certain <clears throat> amount get coverage, coverage. on their um, pharmaceuticals, their medicines. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of cool. And then it'll gradually come up to being everybody gets covered for that. Okay, 
that was the thing I was gonna say. I was like, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm like, for only under certain amount. Yeah. No, it's gradual. It's okay. I think it's like families with kids under a certain amount, and then it's like seniors, mm. and then eventually it eventually it's everybody. So I'll like roll it in for everything. Yeah. Yeah. I am down. I the older I hate this like when we were younger I remember parents and other generations being like well the older you get the more conservative you get and like the older I've gotten the more socialist the more yeah <laughs> I'm like no I saw a study on that recently and we're breaking the trend millennials are actually I saw the graph and the graph is like okay boomers get more conservative and then Gen X gets more conservative and then the millennials get way less conservative i'm like i don't know how to explain to you that you should just care about other people it's really not that hard of a concept right and like i saw this post the other day too one of my friends put it up um where they were having a conversation with somebody and it was like i don't know why you care so much about the environment and blah 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 and global warming and all this other stuff and it's just like because because i live in it (laughs) I live here. I live here. I live in the environment. Um, so we should probably, I don't know, take care of it. And, like, if I have kids, my ca- my kids will live in it. So maybe I should make sure it's not a shithole. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't want to live in the Mad Max future. Right? <laughs> like, I think people look at post-apocalyptic things and see themselves being the hero being the person Mm. that just living by their own rules and all this stuff but like in all reality it's not gonna go that way no you're gonna be one of the people that gets fucking shot and you're gonna die you're gonna die (laughs) it's it's like people who are like i was born in the wrong generation because they think that they would be a noble person or a wealthy Mm. person or the king or queen yeah like, no, you're probably in the street dying of dysentery. Yeah. Like, it's not... You think you're the exception, which yeah. is, like, fair. Everybody does. You're the main character in your own story. Yeah. But, you know, in all reality, <laughs> we are the middle class, all of us. And everybody, like, I think that's just the idea, too, of, like, my parents, where they grew up very conservative. And it was always the idea of, like, well, if we keep a conservative society and I work hard then I'll get to keep all my money and I'll be at the top and I'll retire in this great fashion. Yeah. But in reality, the system works off of the middle class paying basically for everything. Yeah. And you never get the chance to accumulate your own wealth. No. And you've been given the idea that that's how it's going to work. And so you keep pushing for it, even though you're losing money. Yeah. And it's like, you're just digging yourself into a hole. And I feel like they're so brainwashed into the idea that like, well, if I keep working hard and I keep my head down, everything will turn out great. Yeah. And they don't look up to realize that that's not what's happening. No. And, like, honestly, if it if the system worked the way that people say it works, mm-hmm. that would be fine. Mm-hmm. But people in positions of power have manipulated it to their advantage, which is human nature. People are going to do that. Yeah. Um, And it's just... I don't know. I don't see how you willfully ignore like <laughs> billionaires not paying taxes. Yeah. Like and like this is why you're in the situation you're in because we are paying for everything. Yeah. 
And you're never going to get out of it. No. If you keep the system the same. Even in the feudal system, like, the way the feudal system worked was the king, the lord, whatever, had the house, and they were cared for, essentially, by peasants who provided food <clears throat> and service and all these things. But the lord was in charge of, of taking protecting care of people. Yeah. So they ran the militia. They protected their people as well as they could, hypothetically. And that's the way the system was supposed to work. It was exchanges. But the way it is now, the lower and middle classes are providing for the upper classes and we're getting nothing back. Yeah. They're just keeping it. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. But oh, this conversation got really intense. <laughs> wow. Remember that time I was like dying from an allergic reaction and threw out my medicine? <laughs> Let's just dissolve, dissolve into, like, the entire world's problems. Yeah. Let's talk about something a little more cheery. Did you get anything right. fun for Christmas? Yeah, let's go there. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I did, actually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I got, like, some sweet things, like, per usual. New socks, which I love as an adult. Love new socks. And uh, warm, cozy things. And um, my... Mom was a sweetheart, and uh, usually, like, I, I get her concept around this. Usually, she likes to get me things. Right. She likes me to have something to open and, like, gifts that are thoughtful. Yeah. Which I love. But sometimes I'm just like, she's like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, I really just need cash. <laughs> I, I need to get new clothes. <laughs> I need to get new clothes, and we don't have the same tastes, so please don't oh, buy but me you clothes. You would look so cute in a little, like, embroidered sweater set. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah so she gave me an envelope of cash um which was so nice and I'm going to spend it on clothes amazing which is good because I've been doing keto yeah I took a break over the holidays because it's the holidays and uh but I've been losing weight yeah so I need some new clothes fit me you're looking fit. good thank looking you sharp and uh <laughs> and then uh Trevor, see how good he is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I paid off my vehicle this year. What? Yeah. So now we are updating it, basically. Oh, nice. Yeah. I got the base model because I was young and poor. <laughs> and he really just needed a, really a to needed. vehicle. Yeah. So he got me um, a brand new stereo touchscreen and everything. And uh, backup camera. Wow. And Bluetooth. Amazing. So, so your Bluetooth actually works. It actually works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead of just shutting down randomly. Instead of just shutting down randomly or hanging up or just not connecting or no one being able to hear me because it's just this little like piece plugged in. Yeah, it's actually built in. That's cool. To my stereo in the vehicle. Aw. So it's really nice. That's a really nice gift. Yeah. And I had my vehicle detailed the week before. Um, nice. As a belated birthday gift that I just took forever to do because my <laughs> birthday is in the spring. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's so nice now. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's so clean. The first time I hopped in with like my boots on and I had to put my like snowy, muddy feet on the floor. I was like, yeah. you're like, no. no. But the rest of it still looks really nice. Nice. And I'm having to get used to like using the screen instead of just buttons or knobs yeah and my 
father-in-law had me for the Christmas draw this year oh, on yeah. the other side of the family. And uh, he got me a really nice new pair of gloves. Uh, and they have the little, like... Oh, the touch screen? The touch screen pad on the finger that actually works, which is super, so... Nice. I usually use it while I have my gloves on in the morning. That's so cool. It's what lovely. a good Christmas. Yeah. Nice. It was so good. That's How about good. you? What did you get? Um, I got a sweater that I love that says... I have really cool tattoos under here, but I'm cold, (laughs) (laughs) which made me laugh. Um, I got, what else did I get? Oh, I got this really cute, like, sentimental thing where um, it's a necklace, but on the necklace is, like, this laser-cut map of the area around this house. Um, And on the map, it has a little heart where my parents' house is. That's super cute. Yeah. Home. Yeah. So that was really cute. I really liked that. How did people even find things like that? You should ask my mom. She should run like a gift. Like personalized gift giving ideas. Yeah. Because I swear every every year you're like, I've got this really cute, like thoughtful, personalized, sentimental gift. Yeah. And I'm like, how does anyone even know that those things exist? (laughs) Like... That's that's where I get it from. That's mm. why I'm really good at gift giving too. For real, you are like the best person I've ever known at gift giving. Yeah. It almost like it's so nice because those all those things I listed before, personalized, sentimental, thoughtful, like I open a gift and I'm like, I didn't even know that I needed or wanted this. Yeah. And it's the best thing I've ever received. And it's so <laughs> useful. Like I'm just looking at this little table here that you've yeah. got off to the side. So her dad makes these like uh, little little like, couch tables that tuck underneath so you can like pull it right up. Yeah. So you can have your drink like right beside you instead of leaning over to an end table or forward to a coffee table. And I remember you made me one one year. Yeah. And I love that thing. Yeah. It's, it's like never in my life would I have thought of it. And then now that I have it, I don't know how I live without it. <laughs> isn't it like it has like a cookie cutter on it because yeah. you're still baking at the time i was still baking at the time so yeah down the side it's got like little different like cookie cutter shapes out of it yeah like it's so fucking cute but at the same time i also hate how good you are at it because then <laughs> it comes around to christmas or your birthday and i'm like what am i gonna get you but the thing is <laughs> what my my primary love language is gift giving Yes. So you could get me anything and I will be happy with it because you got me a gift. It's like, it doesn't have to be something spectacular. Like the things that warm my heart is like somebody brings me a coffee. I guess I'll just do that every year. Birthday, Christmas, here's coffee. (laughs) Starbucks cards. I like, I like stupid things. No, they're not stupid. No, I like, (laughs) I like things that are. I don't know, weird, or um, I like skulls, I like crystals, I like cool rocks. Yeah, I see what you mean now, yeah. Yeah. That's true, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I have to try to remember that, too, because even, too, like, Jay's birthday just passed. Yeah. And uh, I was, like, panicking as to what to get her, especially because she lives so far away now. Yeah, and like it, has to be, just, it has to be shippable. It has to be shippable. And 
I was like, you know what? I'll call and see like if we get flowers delivered or which was very thoughtful. I like that you thought of that initially. Yeah, but then you went out and you're like, I'll get some gifts and in a few hours you're like here's some things I've gotten for Janessa and I'm like all of these things are very like personalized yeah and they scream like Janessa and they're things I never would have thought of you're like oh I got this item too and I'm like that suits her so well like the cocktail things yeah yeah like everything it was like it was sugar cubes with pre-made cocktail ingredients that you just put into a glass of champagne or whatever mm-hmm. uh, to have like a fancy champagne cocktail because I didn't want to send her champagne. No, that probably wouldn't have gone well. No, I feel like that would have been the same as <laughs> the three of us when we went on that trip in Scotland. That too, yeah. yeah. But but no, when we were going up the Eiffel Tower. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, we'll get champagne to bring with us, and it'll be so fun, and we'll like pop it at the top of the Eiffel Tower and drink champagne, which was a very cute idea. Yeah, and especially because we knew that if we wanted to get any up there, it'd be super expensive. Yes. Yeah. Um, but we didn't know that there would be security checking your bags before you went up, and not like because you aren't allowed to have alcohol, but because you can't take glass. Yeah. Because so many people have tossed things over the edge. Yes. And because it's nobody, dangerous. Because people ruin it for everybody. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so he was like, yeah, you can't take this up the tower. Yeah. But not in so many words because he didn't speak English. <laughs> and we didn't speak French. Well, you spoke French. I spoke French. And uh, and so we ran off into the, the, the park. park underneath the tower and chugged it. Yes. We have the cutest pictures from that. We're like, we're seated next to a bush, we're drinking champagne, and then like... Out of a bag. Out of a bag. (laughs) Um, Because I'm pretty sure you can't have open alcohol in... Well, I don't know, I don't know the laws in Paris. We're like, well, just whatever, it's fine. If the police come, what are we going to say? We're tourists and we didn't know, so... You'd probably still get fined. (laughs) I would pay that ticket. Yeah. But yeah, and then we went back afterwards because we were like okay we're ready we like drank it we tossed the bottle it was the three of us and one bottle of champagne and we got a yeah. full-size bottle of champagne. yeah and so our cheeks were very rosy i say mostly from laughing and we were giggling yeah, yeah. um and he, we got back there and he looks at us like uh weren't you just here weren't you just here didn't i just send you away because you had alcohol and he looks in our bags again the bottle's gone <laughs> And he looked and at all of us, <laughs> and he, like, makes this motion of, like, drinking alcohol and looks at us, and we all laugh, like, oh, no, like, no. of course not. <laughs> and he's, he, I swear, he rolled his eyes on us so hard and then, like, shoot us off to go up the tower. Yeah. He was like, all right, it's not, there's you no glass here. crazy tourist. You're not the, f- we weren't the first people no. to be drunk on the Probably Eiffel Tower. Not. I just remember being in the elevator up the leg of the Eiffel Tower and the champagne hit me. Like, <laughs> I, I had the, I had the bubble giggles mm. before and then we were like on the elevator and I was just like, oh. we just chugged a whole bottle of champagne. <laughs> in the middle of the morning yeah we did the same thing uh at versailles we brought champagne with us right and had a little we had like a little pastry like macarons yeah yeah Yeah. we did take it in 
Yeah. Yeah. And we they let it, it, they just let us have it. it. They were like, yeah, sure. It's Versailles. And then we, yeah, we went out to like the gardens or whatever behind and drank it. Yeah. Champagne and macarons. And we were like, I'm Marie Antoinette. <laughs> but hopefully not headless. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Man, Paris was so much fun with you guys. It was. I'm so glad we went. Because I remember going with a tour group from college. Yeah. Which was great. But like. It's a different trip. It's a different trip. And I also, um, you know, instead of being like 20, we were, we were still young. It was only a few years later. It was, I was yeah. like 23. Yeah. 24. And, uh, but I had like a much better sense of fashion, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which still not close to Paris standards. No. But at least I didn't feel like a goblin. <laughs> yeah. We were wearing sneakers and I just remember people being horrified. But I'm like, we're walking around all day. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And I look back at those photos and I'm like, I look nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't look like I w- just wore two or three random pieces of clothing together. Because I, I remember pictures from uh, the first trip I ever did right. to Italy, Yeah. which was with college. And I was like, oh, it's going to be nice. I'll have, like, T-shirts and skirts and things to be out in the sun. But then, like, I don't know what was going through my head on the pieces of clothing I decided to put together. And I distinctly remember one day I ended up wearing these, like, brown, like, shin-high boots. Right. With this, like, horrible pink and gray skirt. And, like, you know, it's 2010, 2011, so it's down around my hips instead of at my waist iconic iconic and i've got this gray t-shirt over it wow like not even just like tucked in like over it yeah i'm looking back at so many pictures and you're like i'm in florence yes and i look like a 12 year old (laughs) (laughs) and everyone else in the group is i mean you know it's college we're all like 1920 and no one else is dressed to the nines or anything but at least they look nice or like they have some idea of how to dress themselves and I'm like why did anyone let me walk out of the house or the hotel or anything looking like this they're not your real friends to tell me no don't do that we should we should see if we can get Jay to do an Italy trip with us because I feel like she would find the stuff to do for sure. She would. Yeah. Oh my God, she's a type A personality. I just remember like when we did our big trip, we get to the airport and she had a binder. A binder. Like a three ring binder with each of our stops like divided out and then things to do in each of the yeah. cities and, and like, like maps on how to like get there and like what transit to take to and, do it and like i'm a little anxious with paperwork and things like that yeah. but that was intense. she's on a whole other level and at first i internally laughed about it yeah and then when we were lost yeah or needed directions and we had everything written down or when we went through customs in, in, in Ireland. In Ireland. 
Oh my God. They wanted to know everything. They were like, where are you staying? What's the tour group you're going with? How long are you here? How are you getting there? What, like, yeah. yeah. What money do you have? Like, holy crap. And, and like, at that moment, I was like, Janessa, you're a rock star. Yeah. Like, I, I'm terrified to plan another big trip without you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I would do another, I would do like an, Italy kind of Mediterranean trip. That would be with you awesome. Guys. But definitely like two weeks tops. Three weeks. <laughs> Three, you think? Three. Spain, <laughs> south of France, Italy. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I love you guys, but after that trip, I. Well, six oh, weeks was a lot. That was a lot. I remember coming back and not talking to either of you for like two months. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah. Six weeks was a lot. Um, I would say two to three weeks would be good. I feel like also we probably plan it in a way where it's a little more relaxed. It's a little bit more relaxed and we, we plan rest days Yeah. because we didn't do that. No. We were like, we're on vacation. It'll be great. Well, because we had different ideas of what vacation means. Like for Janessa, it's very much like absorb the culture, go to all of the museums, see all the things. Yeah. And, and we're it's more like, like very organized and like we're doing this at 10, we're doing this at noon, we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And you and I are like, we'll get there. And we'll see. Maybe along the way we'll see something else you want to go check out, and we'll do that instead. Yeah, or somebody will tell us that, like, a really cool thing is happening tonight. Yeah, a local's like, oh, there's this thing happening, we'll go to it. There's a beach party. Cool. Yeah, we yeah. don't mind to change our plans. But we also, like, I think just we we tried to jam so much into it. Yes. And we didn't have any days where it's like, this is a nothing day. Yeah. This is a you want a chill day, you do it. You want to go off on your own day, you do it you know yeah whatever i want to check out a cafe on the champs elysees and and that's it that's all all i want to do um yeah which we should have done because six weeks with plans every single day is exhausting it's so much fun yeah they were fun yeah but i remember being at like the four week mark and i was like i cannot believe we have two more weeks yeah i just want a day to do nothing but we don't have time. We don't. I'm like, I want to see all the things that we plan yeah. to see. And so if we want to do that, we have to. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, just as well, not considering the fact that people need alone time. And we didn't plan for that either. And we were like, yeah, we'll do something together every day, all day. And stay in the same hotel all night, every night, in the same room. Because hostels cram 20 of you yeah. into a room. Yep. And it was like, and we didn't account for the fact that you and I need time alone. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't sat in silence in four weeks and I don't want to see either of your faces. Yeah. So maybe we won't do like a month, but maybe no. two to three weeks. I, I I feel like I might be able to manage three weeks if there was like a day every week where it was like, this is my day. Yeah. I don't have to talk to you, and I don't have to see you, and I'm not doing anything with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with that, so. <laughs> That's the only way I'll manage. <laughs> but um, that, that'll be a while, because I feel like if I go on a big trip without Trevor, he'll be sad. I mean, I have nothing against Trevor and Colin coming along. Fair. <laughs> I guess we could lose that, but I, I, I don't know. I've, I've got my heart set on Japan next. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I like, haven't been there. I really want to go back to, like, Italy and all those places and take yeah. Trevor, but I really want to go somewhere new. Yeah. Too. So. You got to wait for Japan to open up again. They're locked down pretty tight right now. Still, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, 
<laughs> not like I have all that money in my back pocket and I'm like, just waiting. Like, yeah, true. <laughs> it's still gonna be a while. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely next on the list. Yeah. So. One day. <sighs> One day. Maybe when I have, like, a real job. <laughs> it's okay. I have a real job and I still don't have the money to do it. <laughs> we can dream. How is it that we had more available money when we were 18? No responsibilities, man. Ugh. Those were the days. I was going to say still lived at home, but I moved out at 18. Yeah. But I didn't have money for those first few years. No. And then, I mean, I had money to go out every weekend, but that was mostly because I was like 18 and would get to a bar and not pay for anything. Yeah. I miss those oh, days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah, because we didn't pay for things. No. <laughs> no, we sure didn't. And then college. I mean, I worked my butt off for those trips in college. You did, yeah. And one of them went on to student loans. That's how I paid for it. I paid for it over the last decade. Yeah. <laughs> Payment plan. Yeah. And then we saved up pretty good for that big trip, We did. Too. Yeah. I just remember yeah. that I ran out of money partway through I and remember, then had to pay you guys back afterwards. I remember you having like a, not like a crying fit or anything, but you were pretty upset before we went where we'd kind of like planned everything and like written it out and then through the process of actually sitting down and going, okay, we want to go to this event or this museum yeah. or this city and then tallying up how much it would actually cost. I remember you one night, uh, like a week or two before we booked it being like, I don't think I can do it because I don't have that much money. Yeah. Like you're like, I had planned out the money for plane tickets and hostels and other things, but it, it's like every other trip ends up costing a lot more than you think initially. Yeah. And I had, like, an internal panic attack, and I was like, we have planned this, the three of us, and it's two weeks before we start actually, like, booking and paying for things. Yeah. And you cannot not go. <laughs> I'm so glad I did end up going. Um, yeah. Because that trip was amazing, and it was well worth it. But oh, yeah. I, I remember being very stressed because I was like, I'm not going to be able to do most of the things that you guys want to do so we had to have like a very honest conversation where I was like this this is the amount of money that I have and if you want to do all these things some of these things I'm not going to be able to go to so it can be you guys going or you can help me out um, yeah I know of course like we were like well you're coming with us we'll help you out we're all gonna go do it together yeah. <laughs> and I did pay you back eventually yes um but it was hard having that really honest conversation about finances yeah but I'm honestly glad we did. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, close friends, family, honestly, anyone, like, you should talk about money. Like, I yeah. hate that, like, idea that it should be private and you shouldn't discuss it with anyone because then nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. You don't just grow up and figure it out and be like, ah, oh, yeah, I know how to handle my money. You do it by talking to other people and learning from other people's mistakes and getting good advice. Yeah. And I hate that idea that you shouldn't talk about money. No. I think I think that's a silly thing anyway. But yeah, talking yeah. about money is the best way you'll ever go. And I've learned too, like a lot of people. So I have like a friend, you know her? Yeah. That's come over from Europe that 
her and her boyfriend are, they've got like their, they've got sponsorships or, or their permanent residency for Canada. And there's a lot of conversations that we have with them about money. Yeah. And it took a long time for her to open up and talk about it. And I think it's also a very big, maybe like European thing that you don't discuss Cultural, it. yeah. Yeah. But I'm just like, not only have you not had the opportunity to talk to it about other people and figure it out, but you're now in like a new country, different rules, different ways that things work. Yeah. I'm like, you're not going to get by if you don't talk about it. No. Right. And I'm like, it's even, it's not even things that are necessarily personal, but it's things like, you know, like this is how a mortgage works and how the interest rates here work and all that kind of thing and vehicles and insurance. Credit cards. Yeah. And she's like, sometimes like she was quite shut off about it for a long time and now now she'll talk to me about it and everything and she's like this is so helpful and she's like I don't know how I would have figured this out otherwise or like you know she would have looked it up on her own but lots of trial and error and mistakes and money spent that didn't need to be spent yeah and I'm like you could have just asked (laughs) you could just just ask like talk about it ask people about money decisions I always think like who does it advantage to have people not talking about money (laughs) <laughs> the top <laughs> because if everybody knew what everybody was earning or spending or anything mm-hmm. people would find a way to even it out right that idea that you shouldn't talk about your, like your wage and stuff yeah terrible idea terrible talk to your co-workers about what they're making yeah especially for women yes like yeah. so many times I've heard people say that like yeah I finally started talking about my wage or my income or whatever with my coworkers, and here's like my male counterpart in the same position. They're basically partners doing the same job, yep. and he's making more. Yeah, and they never would have known, and they never would have gone and asked for more. Yeah, right. And like, women have this bad habit because women haven't been in the workforce as long. Yeah, where you get offered an offer and you accept it. Yeah, but men will be like. They get an offer, they'll negotiate. Because we're more like, I just want to have I just the job. Get in. Yeah. I want to have the job. I want to make the money. I know, I'll know what I'm getting. Uh, but if you negotiate, there's this idea that they'll just be like, okay, fine, we'll find someone else. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to risk that. But it's like, no, you, sh- you should. <laughs> you should. And you should absolutely know your worth. Like, I probably earn a little bit more at the job that I'm at now because I'm in a key holder position, mm-hmm. but also because I've been working in retail since I was 14. So I know that you're like, I know what I'm doing. I know how this works. Yeah. Yeah. I've had the responsibility before. I'm a good worker. Mm-hmm. Like I know that I'm worth X amount per hour. Yeah. Whereas somebody that is coming in straight from high school, they're like, 17, 18, it's maybe their first job. They'll just take whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you really you really should fight for it. You should. And I heard too, I saw um I don't know if it was like an article or something that was saying a lot of the times men will ask for a promotion or ask for for more money even if they're not really sure what they're doing yet. Oh, really? Or they'll take a promotion even if they don't have the experience required. Because oh, they'll just figure they'll it out. They'll just figure it out. 
but women are like, well, no, I don't know how to do that, or I haven't done that before, or whatever, so I don't want to ask for more for it, or I don't want to ask for that promotion, because I feel like I don't have enough experience, whereas men will just dive, like, headfirst into it. Oh. Yeah, so... That's a really interesting thing, too. Just do it, ladies. <laughs> and overthrow the government. Yes. <laughs> It'll be fine. It, it's going to work out. Let's just wing it. Yeah. Nobody knows how to do it yet anyway. No. Everybody's just figuring it out. And that's the thing. I've come to terms over the last year or so with a couple of things. Like, the first one is that sometimes people just work a job. Like, you know... For a really long time, and probably longer than it should have taken, but I thought people loved their jobs. I thought, <laughs> right? I thought, I thought everybody got a job that they loved, and that's why they worked there. This is my dream job, and this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. Yes. Yeah, no. No. People just work a job. Yeah. That's, it, it I mean, took... that's not exactly what I do. I do like my job. You like your job. I don't work there because I love it I work there because I need money to do the other things in life that I love exactly (laughs) and like I thought people were just working jobs that they found like that satisfaction and that passion for and for a really long time I was like why am I not feeling this way about the jobs that I'm getting so unhappy working because nobody likes to work nobody wants to work (laughs) we all just want to be millionaires and do everything we want whenever we want yeah yes (laughs) but it took me so long to figure that out that sometimes a job is just a job it's just a job yeah yeah it does explain a lot because I do remember you being like quite unhappy and not necessarily like bouncing around from job to job but you'd have a job and you would be quite vocal about how much you didn't like it and yeah you know when you were looking for something else and I'm like you're just causing yourself so much stress looking for so many other jobs I was looking for the job that I got into, and I was like, I love this job. (laughs) And now I'm like, I really just want benefits. Yeah. I want to do something that I don't absolutely hate. Yeah. That provides me with benefits and the money to do the things I love. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was so deeply stressed and unhappy, because I was like, what's wrong with me that I'm not feeling this passion igniting for working at HMV? Like... (laughs) Nothing. Yeah, I think I had like a little bit of that of that at the start too, because like when I finished high school, and everyone's like, "What are you gonna go for college for?" And so many other people I knew were like so passionate about so many things, and they're like, "I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm going to school for this, I'm so excited." So I was like, "Okay, what what's something I don't hate?" (laughs) Basically, (laughs) and I went to school for that, and I'm like, "Okay, this is something I've been doing for a couple of years that I still enjoy doing, so this must be." my thing yeah and I'll become more and more passionate about it as I learn more about it and do and some of it yeah for sure but once I got started in it the first year or two I was like awesome yeah okay I still love it now I know more I'm gonna be so passionate this is gonna be like the thing I love to do every day and then after two or three years it just started to really dawn on me that like I'd made it my whole life and I wasn't really happy and I was losing out on things like experiences with you and my other friends and going out and doing all those things that young people do and mostly because I didn't have the time because I worked stupid hours and weekends and holidays 
And then also I wasn't making a lot of money. Yeah. So even when I had free time. So what was the benefit to that? What was the benefit of that? And I was like, no, this isn't my passion. No, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I see, I saw a lot of other people who had gone through the same schooling with me that they'd either as well gone one way or the other, where they were either super, super passionate about it and had opened up their own businesses even. Right. In their 20s. Right. Or they'd switched out and started doing something entirely different. And so many people were like, why didn't you open your own bakery? Or why don't you do this or that? And I'm just like sitting there thinking, do you know how much work that actually is? So much. So much. What's the time? That That's the time for us to ditch. Okay. For our fun appointment. <laughs> it's fine. Look in your face. It's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You'll love it. It'll be fine. All right. But that, that is our signal, I think, to yeah. wrap this episode up and get on with the rest of our day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and hopefully come back next week. Not like the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see you guys in a week. Yeah. And uh, hope your holidays were great. Yes. Uh, I wanted to let you know, 50 people have listened to our podcasts. We're uh, famous. We're obviously. famous. We're super celebrities now. <laughs> I just thought it was cool. 50 it is people. really cool, actually. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when we started this and I was like, okay, if we get like 10 listeners, I'll be super pleased. Yeah. So that's cool. 50. 50. A whole 50. A whole 50. Yeah. We'll play, we'll play Prosecco Pong if we can get 100 listeners. Ooh, yeah. 100 listeners will play Prosecco Pong. Yeah on the podcast and we'll we could do like we could do like um 20 questions like you ask a question and if you get it in the other person has to answer deal okay okay till next time bye